This is Retire South Shore Radio, a weekly program designed to educate you on all your retirement options and introduce you to Mark Roulette, founder of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Retirement services and real-world retirement solutions. Looking at the whole picture to design a complete strategy, including retirement planning, Medicare decisions, and legal documents. Now, here's Mark Rowlett and your host, Jordan Rich. Hello again. Welcome. This is Retire South Shore Radio, and I'm Jordan, along with Mark Roulette, the founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services, located in Hingham with clients all over New England and beyond, and uh, all kinds of reasons to listen in and learn and be inspired and uh, understand the ins and outs of retirement planning process. And Mark, uh, happy long weekend. Hope you get a chance to do a little fishing here in early autumn. That's my plan. Yeah. We're coming towards <laughs> the end of the fishing derby. So trying to get out there and get something that maybe it's not a winner, but something that's worth going and weighing. So I'll let you know. Absolutely. Very good. Well, today uh, we're looking at something that everyone should think about because everyone does have assets, things that you might want to make sure go to uh, next of kin or uh, family members of some kind. And uh, we'll explore what those assets are and some of the intricacies. So uh, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I mean, look, at uh, it's it's obviously a foregone conclusion that people would rather leave money to their family than have it inefficient and pay more taxes than they have to. But I just wanted to talk a little bit about inheritance in, it, in itself from the perspective of some assets that are really easy to leave to people and some assets that are a little bit more complicated. And, you know, the, the reality is inheriting is inheriting anything is generally kind of like a it's a bittersweet moment right i mean getting money or getting some windfall is wonderful but losing a loved one isn't uh, obviously wonderful so it's so it's a difficult time and generally families uh who go through these times are, are emotional and and you know they don't want to have to be dealing with additional things that are unnecessary that could be uh you know kind of laid out ahead of time in order to make it a little bit more streamlined so i thought we'd talk about that a little bit today it speaks first and foremost, though, to the importance of estate planning and making sure your documents oh, yeah. are in place, which is part of the all-hands analysis approach that Social Retirement Services takes. Yeah, without question. I mean, a lack of preparation makes a difficult situation even more difficult. Not having the right legal documents in place is, um, you know, it's something that will create havoc, quite honestly, with with the people that you leave behind. And I've seen it on both both sides, you know, people who have everything teed up and, and, and yeah, they're very, very sad and very emotional, but everything is kind of streamlined and flows the way they want it to flow. And then I've seen the other side of it where they're equally as sad and emotional, but they don't have um, either a clue where everything is or things have not been documented or uh, beneficiaries have not been put in place correctly. So it creates a problem. So our low cost legal work that we offer to our clients, as you know, that 399 package to get your basic estate plan put together um, is something that's been so well received by by our clients. And they're, they're so thankful to get that kind of that side of things wrapped up and taken care of that. I, I think it's an invaluable service. One thing that you can also do for yourself is investigate the possibility of calling in for a 15-minute no-obligation strategy call. Calling in to set up that call can be very valuable. You can do it from home uh, and in the comfort of your home. No obligation whatsoever to get information fast and efficiently. It's uh, 781-836-4214 to set up that call. Somebody yep. in, the, in the office will 
connect with you and set it up on your calendar or do it very easily online at RetireSouthShore.com. All right, Mark, let's explore uh, some of the asset issues. Obviously, cash is first and foremost. People think of that right off the bat. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the easiest or the best asset to inherit is cash, right? I mean, cash is king. I mean, there's no issue with it. It's easy to split up. It's easy to uh, monetize. Um, It's easy to know who's getting what if you've laid out those documents. But there are a few assets that may be little bit more costly, a little bit more complicated, and ultimately could be a potential burden for the people inheriting that those assets. And, you know, over the next 30 years, just the way the world is, trillions and trillions of dollars will transfer from one generation to the next because people will be passing away and leaving money to their loved ones. So I just wanted to talk about, you know, maybe having your, obviously we talked about having all of your stuff laid out um, in, in legal form as to where things are going creates so much less stress for the people that you leave behind. But some assets people don't even really think about that that could be a problem. Some of them that I'm going to say, and it's not that many of them, uh, people are like, oh yeah, I've heard about that. But some, you might not think about the logic behind it. So the number one, and, and you know, people talk about it all the time, are timeshares. Mm-hmm. I don't have one. I have lots of clients that have them and lots of clients that love them, some clients that don't like them. But timeshares, uh, can last for decades, even lifetime beyond, you know, uh, you know, they, they don't have a set term for them. So even if you do love your timeshare and you enjoy going to Aruba or wherever you go for your week or two weeks every year, whatever it is, some of these will transfer around. Maybe your kids might not like them as much and maybe they don't want to be left on the hook for all of those ongoing costs. So when I was reading about this before we got on the air today, um, one of the things that I read about is the key is to not put your kids on the deed when you buy the timeshare. This allows them the opportunity to make the decision upon your passing away, whether they want to keep it or whether they don't want to keep it. So that's number one potentially do that. They can still potentially keep it, but they can also walk away from it. Now, there are some rules around that. Um, They have to refuse to accept it. Um, They have to put that in writing and send that document to the executor and to the timeshare saying they do not want to accept the timeshare. So a simple thing at the time that you're taking out your timeshare can allow people much more options upon your passing. That might be one of the more valuable tips you've given couple of weeks because I know I was a impressed lot of, too. I know a lot of people who are fans, as you say, of Timeshare, others who are really uh, upset and frustrated because of the red tape and the difficulties in getting out of it. All right. Yeah. So that that was one that boy, I, I'm impressed with that piece of news. Let's continue though, uh, looking at the list. I mean obviously um, personal effects have to be on that list. Yeah. Yeah. Valuables, collectibles, um, obviously are a, a huge part of um, lots of our clients' estates. Um, and the, the things that you've got to kind of watch for, firstly, the advantages of collectibles are collectibles um, have a different capital gains rate. Like if you were to sell a piece of art, they have a different capital gains rate than something like a stock that might have, you know, normal capital gains. So normal would be, you know, 15 or 20 and collectibles can be 20 to 28%. But when you inherit something like that, you inherit it at what's called stepped up basis. So the capital gains doesn't become an issue under the current law. They may change that going forward. But if you collect, if you inherit something that's some, some artifact or some piece of jewelry and you want to turn around and sell it, there should not be any capital gains tax on that. But the risks around that sort of thing, not about the tax side of things, is how do you know who wants what? How do you split up? 
somebody wants the painting, somebody doesn't want the painting. Putting a value on that can be very difficult. You kind of have to watch out again from researching this for the show today, that if they do want to cash out, that they end up in the wrong broker's office um, who really is charging them too much or is not really giving them the great proper advice in order to get that asset or that collectible at the lowest possible cost. So you've got to watch out for that. So I think one of the things from a collectible standpoint is number one, most of our clients give those types of things away during their lifetime, like a piece of jewelry or, or whatever it might be. They want, you know, I want my daughter-in-law to have that, or I want my daughter to have that. And they give it away during lifetime. But if they don't, um, if it's valuable, I, I don't mean sentimental value, if it's actually physically a valuable piece, maybe let the executors or let your children know that this is a valuable piece. So they're aware that it's a valuable piece. If, and, and <laughs> not to say that anyone would do this, but if you have, I don't know, diamonds or something like that, and you hide them down the side of your couch, because that's where you want to keep them, make sure somebody knows that they're down the side of your couch. Because if they're clearing your house out after they're, you know, having the estate sale and they stick it out on the side of the sidewalk for free, and there's, you know, several hundred thousand dollars worth of diamonds in the side of it. I think it's just important to let people know those, those uh, assets exist. Yeah. let alone who they who you want them to go to after you uh, have passed on these are not anecdotal stories by the way i mean you you've heard them i've heard them and yeah. and they do happen so it, we talk about planning all the time and it means just a couple of thoughts as you're going through your day who would this be going to and yeah. and i communicate that just to get it out of the way <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, when you're doing any sort of preparation, any sort of legal plans, any sort of retirement strategies, it's not a requirement, but it's probably not a bad idea to talk to some family member or members that that you think have like level heads and, and you want them to know, hey, this is what I'm doing. So if something happens, call this person. Uh, this is what I'm thinking. Um, actually, from my own personal story, my aunt, my dad's younger sister, um, she was uh, never married, doesn't have any children, but has, you know, really... Uh, a nice piece of real estate in, in the city center in Dublin. And she's putting her estate plan together. And she texted me the other day and said, Hey, um, I'm doing all my estate planning. Is there any specific collectible, any piece of, cause she's got lots of antiques that you and or Lauren, my wife wants, can you just let me know now? Cause I'll document it. And I said, no, uh, I think we're fine. We just want the apartment. And she laughed at it and said, no, you're not getting the apartment. But I, just being able to reach out to the people and ask them, Hey, is there something that you particularly want? You've seen me wear something like that. I just think it's smart to have those people um, aware of what your intentions are before you, um, before it's too late to tell them. And as you said a few minutes ago, the executor would be the person that could uh, mediate that kind of thing and have that information if you don't feel yeah. comfortable going directly to the family member. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, an executor should have a lot of um, knowledge about where they should be getting things from, who's getting what. Um, but some people don't want to necessarily do that before they pass away. So they can always put it on some sort of a flash drive or have some sort of a file or some letter. I think I had said that a couple of weeks ago. I had a client that every year gives his son, who's the executor, a letter saying, if something happens to me this year, open this letter. If it doesn't, give it back to me and I'll give you another one next year. So, hmm, Interesting. Uh, the number to call to set up that free, no obligation, 15-minute strategy session, which is so valuable. Once again, let me give the number. It is 781-836-4214 or visit retiresouthshore.com. Also, we'll tell you about upcoming uh, seminars in public, uh, very convenient, safe locations, 
always good food as well. And as you started talking about diamonds in the seat cushions, I thought, I'm going to check my seat cushions because at least I, I must have a dollar and a quarter worth of change that's fallen out of my pockets. Yeah, well, we've all heard that situation that somebody's moved house and, and you know, the, the new owner is in renovating the house and they take a wall down and they find a little tin box full of cash or something. So I think it's important to locate where your stuff is. More helpful hints coming up. You are listening to Retire South Shore Radio, and we'll be right back. You can't get a second opinion from the person who gave you the first. That's especially true when it comes to your retirement. You deserve sound advice from qualified professionals. And that's what the All Hands Analysis Team at South Shore Retirement Services is all about. Mark Rowlett founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services. Most of our clients have a person when we meet with them, somebody who has helped them accumulate their wealth during their working lives. But distribution, going into retirement, starting to take money out of these accounts is a totally different animal. It's not just about returns. Returns are important, but strategizing on what's the best way to take this money out, how you should take it out, when you should take it out, and where you should take it from is critically important when you're transitioning into retirement. Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today and get helpful answers to your retirement questions. Visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com. This is Jordan Rich reminding you that you can meet Mark Roulette and members of the All Hands Analysis team at upcoming dinner seminars held at accessible and convenient locations with safety precautions for everyone's health in place. There are two coming up this week, October 13th and 14th, Wednesday and Thursday evening at 6 p.m. at the Abington Ale House in Abington, and then Tuesday and Wednesday, October 26th and 27th at the Mirbeau Inn and Spa in Plymouth. You can register online for these free seminars. Visit RetireSouthShore.com to do so. That's RetireSouthShore.com, and thank you. I need $85,000 a year in retirement. So how much do I need to save? The All Hands Analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services in Hingham gets this question quite often. The numbers are different, but the concern is the same. Will I have to worry about money in retirement? The answer is simple. It's different for everyone. And the folks at South Shore Retirement Services know that and can help you. Their All Hands Analysis team will break down everything you need to know so that you can enjoy a stress-free retirement with all of your needs taken care of under one roof. From retirement income planning, investments and wealth protection, tax planning, health care and long-term care, legacy and estate planning, and more. The All Hands Analysis team at South Shore Retirement Services takes the worry off your shoulders, making sure that you and your family have a solid retirement plan in place. Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today. It's so easy. Just visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com. Hi, welcome back. It's part two of our program today. This is Retire South Shore Radio, and we talk about all aspects of retirement planning. One of the things that Mark and I do want to tell you about is the all-hands analysis approach, and we'll get back to the subject at hand of today's program, the inheritance issues. But uh, the all-hands analysis approach has been really, really successful and very popular, and why don't you tell us why? Yeah, well, I mean, obviously our business is the money side of things, making sure that people have enough income to last them the rest of their lives, but they want other things as well. So they want to be able to grow their money when times are good. They want to be able to protect some of their money when times are not so good, so their lives don't really have to change. And that's the core of what we do, but it's it's more than that. We we do a lot of tax strategies. I think um, I have to preface to say I can't give tax advice, but 
Karen and her CPA firm can. So we have accountants that are available for clients should they have some sort of as simple as filing a tax return to as complicated as as complicated can get. Um, so, so the tax side of things and the tax strategies are key and people want that, especially since they have most of the people that we meet, the bulk of their liquid assets are inside of accounts that have not been taxed yet. So they're confused. Are, are they wondering, is there anything that they can do? Um, then aside from that, we have um, uh, Stu, who you've met a couple of times yourself, our Medicare specialist, who basically takes the guesswork out of um, the Medicare supplement plans that people need to sign up for when they turn 65 or they leave a job. And he'll sit with them and make it very simple and it's not overwhelming and people love it. People rave about it all the time. And then again, to tie it up in a bow, which is kind of coinciding with what we're talking about today is having legal documents in place. Bill Caldwell and myself have been working together for, gosh, it's I, I want to say 14 years, but it, maybe it's 12. It, it, it's around there. Offering legal planning to our clients uh, at a very discounted rate. We want to do that because we want to make sure that it gets done. Uh, we want to uh, be able to in, it, it, have people want to get these documents prepared and not be scared about it and not have to go to, you know, another attorney's office and, and uh, you know, maybe lose something in translation from the perspective of what they're trying to do. So having everything accomplished under one roof uh, by all of these various professionals is been so great for our clients and, and, and our uh, team here at the office that uh, I, I think it's an invaluable service. And that's what the all hands analysis is. Once again, if you'd like to set up a free, no obligation strategy call, which is so valuable to so many people, and it's been very, very successful as well. You can call the office, and even though we're here on a weekend uh, broadcasting, you can call the office, leave a message, and here's the guarantee. Somebody will get back to you on Monday. Uh, you're, you're not going to be waiting to get a return phone call. 781-836-4214, or do what I do. Go to the website, retiresouthshore.com. There's a little calendar you can click through twice and get a date and a time, and you'll be all set. All right, so let's get back to the uh, the subject of today's program, which is the inheritance question. One of the questions that comes up sometimes has to do with uh, things that are a little more dangerous if uh, unprotected and unsafely kept, and that would be guns, uh, weapons. And yeah, stuff. yeah, guns. Guns is another one to, uh, when you think about it from an inheritance standpoint. Firstly, you know, obviously the easy part is who gets what gun, right? I mean, but beyond that. These are things that honestly I didn't even think about until I started reading about this. Um, there's regulations involved in guns, right? You you can't just own a gun necessarily. So you have to have permits. And most of the time, people who are inheriting these things, you can't just legally take these guns from your family's house, put them in the back of your car and drive over to your house. You have to have a permit to do that. And if you don't have a permit, it's recommended that you call the local police department, tell them what you're doing, and they will come and take them from A to B for you or bring them to wherever you want them to be. Um, if you're going to go and sell them, you could always use a gun dealer. Uh, I don't I don't know any, but um, to, to, to help you sell them uh, because some of these things might be really valuable. And I do have a friend who lost his father a couple of years ago and his father had this re and my friend had a gun license but his father had some other license i can't remember the name of it that allowed him to have certain guns that that my friend could have gotten the license for but he said there's like this requirement that at any point the atf i think it is 
um, can come into your house and just see where they are. He said, I didn't really want to deal with that. So I just wanted to get rid of those guns. But he said, it's not as easy as you can't just stick them on eBay and try and sell them. So just being aware of stuff that you have and some clients have, have you know, firearms and they, they, they have a collection of them and they're obviously going to go somewhere. So just be aware of not breaking any rule, I suppose, traveling with them. Here's a big one. Here we are in the sports mecca of the world, of the universe. I'm talking about season tickets to games. Uh, Red Sox fans, uh, long-standing Red Sox fans who live into their 90s, uh, usually have someone in mind to uh, inherit the tickets. And when you start talking about Patriots and Celtics and Red Sox, you're talking about some very valuable merchandise, very valuable real estate in these stadiums. Yeah, I think, you know, from that perspective, not that I'm very well versed in American sports, I know enough to be dangerous, but um, maybe, you know, if you if you had something like that, you want to lay out in some sort of written format, uh, a, a fair way of, if you've got two sons and two daughters, and they want to split them up four ways and, and use them, that's some sort of timeline or some sort of calendar as to who's going to split them up. Beyond selling the season tickets, I actually don't know how that works. So I, I don't know if you can sell the actual season tickets and sell those. I, 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 I'm not 100% sure. But I can tell you that if you have them and you have questions about them, we'll certainly find out what the rules that, that are applicable for them are. I can tell you there have been some family feuds that have erupted yeah. over more. Forget about cash. It's the tickets on the first base yeah. side that they're interested yeah. in. Mark, is there anything else on your inheritance list you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I think, you know, one is a, is a, is a real biggie. Um, and we have lots of clients that, that are in this same situation, vacation homes, right? <clears throat> they have a family home uh, that they've used throughout the, you know, sometimes since the kids were little and they were growing up, but sometimes they buy it later in life, but there's a second home. And obviously the advantage of the second home is very similar to uh, collectibles and stocks and things like that. The family will inherit it at what's called stepped up basis. So if you bought your vacation home for $50,000 40 years ago, and now it's worth a million dollars, they'll inherit it at a million dollar basis value. So they could go around and, and sell it um, and, and not necessarily have to pay any cap gains tax on that. Um, but just think about the vacation homes. And I have situations like this where we've prepared things for clients. It's emotional, right? Because you're going back into that same home with all those memories and, and they're great memories, but it, it can be emotional. It can be difficult for people. And, and, and if, if siblings want different things from the home, let's say as simple as we want August and you want July and, and there's a conflict about that, that creates a problem. One sibling might say, you know what? I think we should rent it. Uh, another sibling might say, I think we should sell it. So, you know, you might have all grown up in Massachusetts or New Hampshire or wherever, and now one of them lives in California and one lives in, uh, I don't know, New York, and, and they never get to see it. So they might want to just be able to recoup some money out of it because there is a cost associated with running those things, right? It's a vacation home. It's not a piece of art. It's not a pile of cash. It requires real estate taxes to be paid. It has maintenance involved in it. It Potentially, you could have to have insurance on it. It might even have some sort of an outstanding mortgage on it. So I do have a situation where a client who's been a client of mine for, gosh, since before Neve was even born, so about 18 years, um, who they have a family vacation home. He put it into a, a specific trust. He put a fund in place via life insurance that upon his passing away, that fund will obviously be paid into from the insurance proceeds and the fund is to be used to maintain the house, maintenance, taxes, anything that's needed on the house. But he did stipulate in, in the, um, 
in the trust that the house is never to be sold unless the majority of the beneficiaries are in agreement that it's to be sold. It's a very simple thing. The house they love, it's down on Martha's Vineyard. They absolutely love it. Um, but if, if it comes to a point where they don't want it anymore, they have the ability to do that. But again, he's kind of spelling it out. He did have a meeting with them all before he put this together just to make sure that they were generally on the same page. So I think stuff like that is just so important to document and lay out so people know what your intentions were. And, and you've also gotten some feedback from them, especially with something as tangible as a home, as to what their thoughts were around that. That's probably the most illustrative example of all the like possibilities, that. the possibilities that exist, you know, with various people who are left behind, who have decisions to make. And everyone's situation is their own and they're going to base their decisions on that. Um, so in, in retrospect, in, in summary, let's put it that way, uh, what are the things that people in all cases generally should be thinking about as they're making plans for retirement, making plans for their future, knowing that they're going to be around a long time, knock on wood, but what should they be keeping in mind about these inheritances? Uh, one, one thing, prepare. Prepare ahead of time. Make sure that you have laid out what you think you want to see happen to various things that you own, that you've accumulated during the years, or you've acquired over the years, and, and kind of have some sort of a, uh, a distribution strategy as to who's going to get what, you know, who's going to get uh, the vacation home or how you want to split that up or who's getting that piece of jewelry, who's getting that piece of art. Um, just lay it out. You can change it at any time. It's not necessarily it's something that you've done that you can't reverse. But just having that laid out to make sure that um, th that you're not leaving behind a potential family feud. And I know you're gone, but I, you certainly wouldn't want that. And I, I've seen, unfortunately, situations where families that were as nice as the Waltons, when money gets involved, it gets very, very tricky, you know. So to lay all those things out ahead of time is, is really important. And I guess I, I'd, I'd sum it up by just saying the best way to do it is to pick up the phone, call our office, obviously, but I mean, call someone who you trust um, to be able to help you not only build your retirement dreams and your retirement income and make sure that you can do all the things you want to do, but whatever's left is not only going in the most tax efficient manner to the next generation, but it's going to the people that you wanted to go to and you've kind of laid out how you wanted to go to them. Yeah, it's also very valuable to have a third party, a third party of professionals who have uh, an overview of the family situation and yes. can, can uh, handle your wishes. And I love what you said, which is so critical. These are not fixed in stone. You make a decision, you write it down, you tell someone you are in control. You can make a change anytime. And it's important to remember that. Absolutely. So, there you go. So who's going to get your fishing gear? Um, I don't know, because out of the three girls, a couple of them have come on the boat. They haven't really expressed too much interest in it. So I might end up leaving most of my fishing gear to my good friend, Brendan's son, Ben. Um, he may end up getting all of that. So we'll, we'll see how things progress. 50 or 60 years from now, when he's an old man, he'll have to <laughs> be around a long time to catch a lot of great fish. Mark, as always, uh, thank you. And again, people can visit RetireSouthShore.com to not only get all the details on uh, all the services available, but uh, they can set up that free, no obligation 15-minute strategy call. So valuable. Mark, thank you, my friend. Have a nice long weekend. I'll see you next time. Thank you, sir. All right. Take care. This radio show may contain concepts that have legal accounting and tax implications. It is not intended to provide legal accounting, tax, or investment advice. 
By contacting our company, you may be offered information regarding insurance and fixed annuity products. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurer. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims-paying ability of the issuing company. You've been listening to Retire South Shore Radio, a presentation of South Shore Retirement Services. For the latest on free seminars, to obtain a report or to set up a consultation, please visit RetireSouthShore.com. Stay tuned for more real-world retirement solutions. RetireSouthShore.com. think you'll be paying less in taxes in retirement. But what if that isn't true with the national debt out of control? Approaching $30 trillion, it's safe to say we're all going to be paying for it. If you're about to enter retirement, you may have accounts that have not yet been taxed. It's time to strategize just how to make the most of your hard-earned savings. Here's Mark Roulette, founder and president of South Shore Retirement Services. Consistent returns are critically important during your retirement, but I would argue that tax management and tax strategy is equally as important. It's not just about reducing your tax bill this year. It's about minimizing and being smart with your total lifetime tax bill, and that takes preparation. Schedule your free 15-minute strategy call today and get helpful answers to your retirement questions. Visit RetireSouthShore.com. That's RetireSouthShore.com.